Hi teen feminists, or should I say guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to this week's bonus episode all about the vaccine, and also about pop star Olivia Rodrigo visiting the White House to urge young people to get vaccinated. So, um, I don't really have any news to share at the beginning of this episode, so let's just get right into it. So, teen pop star Olivia Rodrigo spoke at the beginning of the daily briefing at the White House in Washington on Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Rodrigo is at the White was at the White House to film a video to promote vaccines. Pop sensation Olivia Rodrigo visited the White House on July 14th, 2021 to meet the president, Joe Biden, and his chief COVID-19 medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Facey, to record videos to urge young people to get vaccinated against coronavirus. In her exact words, she said, I am beyond honored and humbled to be here today to help spread the message about the importance of young vaccination, Rodrigo said from the White House press briefing room podium. Young vaccination rates continue to lag significantly behind the general American population. Rodrigo continued, I am in awe of the work President Biden and Dr. Facey have done and was happy to help lend my support to this important initiative. It's important to have conversations with friends and family members encouraging all communities to get vaccinated and actually get to a vaccination site, which you can do more easily than ever before, given how many sites we have and how easy it is to find them at vaccination.gov. Videos were featured on the 18-year-old social media channels as well as the White House's accounts and even Instagram officials' account. Um, Rodrigo is the singer of Hit Driver's License and Good For You, which all of us probably know listening to this episode, as we are all Gen Z, and has over 20 million followers across all of her social media platforms. Rodrigo was willing to record videos about the importance of young people getting vaccinated, including answering important questions young people have about getting vaccinated, a White House official told CNN. In one of the videos, she says, Hey, I'm Olivia Rodrigo, and today I'm at the White House meeting with President Biden and Dr. Facey because it's important that we all get vaccinated. Rodrigo said in one video posted after her briefing room appearance, It doesn't matter if you're young and healthy. Getting the vaccine is about protecting yourself, your friends, and your family. Let's get vaccinated. She even did a remix of the Good For You song by stating it's good for you to get vaccinated, which was pretty funny, by the way. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Wednesday that Rodrigo offered to come to the White House. We need to reach people, meet people where they are, and speak to young younger people people who are under the age of 18, many of whom are we've seen across the country are huge Olivia Rodrigo fans. Hearing from her that getting vaccinated is a way to keep yourself safe, a way to ensure you can see your friends, a way you can ensure you get to go to concerts, a way you can ensure that you get to live a healthy life is an important part of what we're trying to do here, they said to the reporters at the White House briefing. They also said not every 18-year-old uses their time to come do this, so 
they really appreciate her willingness. The visit comes as the White House ramps up its efforts to get young people vaccinated against COVID-19, particularly as the highly transmittable Delta variant spreads across the nation. The Delta variant now compromises more than half of the cases in United States and spreading in areas with very low vaccination rates. Rodrigo's visit to the White House was first announced on Instagram. Biden's account posted a picture of the president's younger self and wrote in the caption, I know this young person would have gone vaccinated, but we've got to get other young people protected as well. Who's willing to help? Rodrigo then commented, I'm in. See you tomorrow at the White House. Um, only a quarter of children ages 12 to 15 are fully vaccinated, which is less than any other eligible group according to the latest data from the CDC. The group became eligible to receive the vaccination two months ago. As of June, July 13, 2021, 33.5 of Americans ages 12 to 15 have received at least one dose of the vaccine, with 24.9 fully vaccinated, per the CDC's data. 45.5% of Americans ages 16 to 17 have received at least one dose, with 37.1 fully vaccinated, and 50.5% of Americans ages 18 to 24 have gotten at least one dose, with 41.6% fully vaccinated. All of these younger groups far behind the national average of 48.1% fully vaccinated. Biden recently announced his administration will be stepping up its efforts to get vaccinations to pediatricians and other providers which will serve young people so that adolescents ages 12 to 18 can get vaccinated as they go for their weekly or like their like checkups before school or when fall sports start. As of that Wednesday afternoon, 67.7 of U.S. adults have at least one shot and 159.7 million adults were fully vaccinated according to the CDC, which is amazing by the way. Uh, so next thing we're going to talk about in this episode are key things to know about the COVID-19 vaccines. So what do you need to know? First, COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective at presenting at preventing COVID-19 disease, especially severe illnesses and death. Uh, COVID-19 vaccines reduce the risk of people spreading the virus that causes COVID-19. You may have side effects after vaccination, but that's totally normal and goes away in like the next couple of days. Uh, it typically takes two weeks after vaccination for the body to fully protection immunity against the virus that causes COVID-19. You are not fully vaccinated until two weeks after the second dose of a dose vaccine or two weeks after a single dose vaccine. Also, learn how to find a COVID-19 vaccines as soon as you can because Biden administration has really tried to put as many COVID sites in the entire U.S. as possible. So make sure to just go look online, look at the CDC website to find vaccination sites. Um, also, after you are fully vaccinated, you can resume activities that you did before the pandemic. Um, and you can learn more about what you can do as fully vaccinated on the CDC website. Um, what we are still learning that's something we're going to also talk about in this episode. So first, we're still learning how well the vaccines protect people with weakened immune systems, including people who take medication that suppresses the immune system. Also, how long COVID-19 vaccines protect people. We don't exactly know how long it protect people. We also don't really know how many people have to be vaccinated against the COVID-19 
um, before the population can be considered protected, you know, population immunity. We also don't know how effective the vaccines are against new variants of the virus that causes COVID-19. Like, for example, the Delta variant. Um, it's helping, you know. They say that the most people that are getting the Delta variant are people that are unvaccinated. But, um, you know, a small percentage of vaccinated people are still getting the Delta variant. But it's less, it's not affecting you as much as it would if you were unvaccinated. So that's good. Um, also, so next thing we're going to talk about is availability of vaccines. What we know. Vaccines are widely accessible in the United States. Everyone ages 12 years and older should get the COVID-19 vaccine as soon as possible. Vaccines are widely accessible in the United States and are available for everyone at zero cost. And you can learn more about how COVID-19 vaccines get you on the CDC website. Many doctors, offices, retail pharmacies, hospitals, and clinics offer COVID-19 vaccinations. Parents check with your child's healthcare provider as whether they offer the COVID-19 vaccinations. Also, you can find a COVID-19 vaccine site by searching either vaccines.gov or texting your zip code to 438829 or calling 1-800-232-0233 to find locations near you. So yeah. Like I said before, costs of vaccinations are fast, easy, free, and nearby COVID-19 vaccination. The federal government is providing the vaccine free of charge to all people living in the United States, regardless of their immigration or health insurance status, because we want people to get vaccinated so we can stop the pandemic. So, effectiveness. What do we know? COVID-19 vaccines are effective at keeping you from getting COVID-19, especially severe illnesses and death. COVID-19 vaccines reduce the risk of people spreading the virus that causes COVID-19. If you are fully vaccinated, you can resume activities that you did before the pandemic. And you can learn more about that, like I said before, on the CDC website. Another benefit to being fully vaccinated is that a lot of places you can not wear your mask or like you, if like you have to read the their guidelines, you know, before entering, for example, a store or restaurant, but you're most likely don't have to wear a mask um, in certain places because if, or if you're fully vaccinated. Studies show that the COVID-19 vaccines are effective at keeping you from getting COVID-19. Getting a COVID-19 vaccine will also keep you from getting seriously ill, even if you do get COVID-19. Learn more about the benefits of getting the vaccine at the CDC website. I will link that down below in the description as well. Um, COVID-19 vaccines teach our immune system how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID-19. It typically takes two weeks after vaccination for the body to build protection immunity against the virus that causes COVID-19. That means it is possible a person can still get COVID-19 before or just after vaccination and then get sick because the vaccination did not have enough time to build protection. People are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after their second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine of the, or two weeks after the single dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, now we're going to go on to safety. What do we know? COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Vaccines cannot give you COVID-19. You may have side effects after vaccination, of course, you know, achiness, you know, feeling tired. Uh, these are normal and should go away after a couple of days. Millions of people in the United States have received COVID-19 vaccines, and these vaccines have undergone the most intensive safety monitoring in the United States. This monitoring includes using 
both established and new safety monitoring systems to make sure the COVID-19 vaccines are safe. COVID-19 vaccines cannot give you COVID-19, as I specifically said before. And learn more about the myths and also the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine by either Googling or going to the CDC website. CDC has developed a new tool, vSafe, to help us quickly find any safety issues with COVID-19 vaccines. vSafe is a smartphone base after Vac vaccination health checker for people who receive COVID-19 vaccines. Learn more how the federal government is working to ensure the safety of the COVID-19 vaccines on the CDC website. Like I said before, you may have side effects after vaccination, but these are totally normal. After COVID-19 vaccination, you may have some side effects. These are normal signs that your body is building protection. The side effects from COVID-19 um, vaccinations could be the following tiredness headaches chills may affect you or your ability to do certain daily activities but they should go away after a few days like i have a couple of classmates that after getting the vaccines one dose or two doses they kind of stayed home for a couple of days so they could rejuvenate protect themselves and protect others next thing population immunity what we know. Population immunity means that enough people in a community are protected from getting a disease because they've already had the disease or because they've been vaccinated. Population immunity makes it hard for a disease to spread from person to person, even protects those who cannot be vaccinated, like newborns or people who are allergic to a vaccine. The percentage of people who need to have protection to achieve population immunity varies by disease. What we are still learning. We are still learning how many people have been vaccinated against COVID-19 before the population can be considered protected. As we know more, the CDC will continue to update our recommendations for both vaccinated and unvaccinated people. And the last thing I'm talking about um, on this kind of like what we know about the vaccine is the new variants. What we are still learning. We are still learning how effective the vaccines are against new variants of the COVID-19 vaccine. Like, for example, the Delta variant. Um, new variants of the virus that causes COVID-19 are spreading in the United States. Currently, information suggests that COVID-19 vaccines authorized from use in the United States offer protection against most variants. However, some variants may cause illness in some people after they are fully vaccinated if the variant are circulating in the community. Um, and then the next thing we're talking about is like a smaller topic is the COVID-19 vaccines for children and teens. So although fewer children have been affected with COVID-19 compared to adults and elderly people, children can be first affected with the virus that causes COVID-19, get sick from COVID-19, and spread COVID-19 to others. CDC recommends everyone 12 years and older should get the COVID-19 vaccination to help protect against COVID-19. Widespread vaccination is a crucial tool to help stop the pandemic. People who are fully vaccinated can resume activities that they did prior to the pandemic. And you can learn more about what your child or teen can do when they're fully vaccinated on the CDC website. Children 12 years and older are able to get the vaccine. And that is period. If you're 12 or older and listen to this podcast and you haven't been vaccinated, go get the vaccine. Like now, okay? You know, tell your parents. But also protect yourself and wear a mask because if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask everywhere, period. Protection on vaccinated children. Children between the ages two to 12 should wear a mask in public places and around people they don't live with. And that's 
also a fact, you know. Um, so find a COVID-19 vaccine for your child. So first, I think if like you're a parent this episode or you're a child trying to get educated or you're a child trying to get educated on the vaccine, tell your parents about checking your local pharmacy website to see if vaccination walk-ins or appointments are available. Also check with your child's healthcare provider after whether they offer the vaccine or not, and also contact your state or local health department for more information. Um, help protect your child and your family. Getting a COVID-19 vaccination can help protect your child from getting COVID-19. Early information shows that the vaccines may help keep people from spreading COVID-19 to others. They can also help keep your child from getting seriously sick even if they don't get COVID-19. Help protect your whole family by getting yourself and your child 12 years and older vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. So the next thing we're gonna be talking about are possible side effects for children and teens. It's different than adults. So your child may have see or like have some side effects from the COVID-19 vaccine, which are normal because it's building their body's protection. But on the arm where they get their shot, they can feel pain, redness, swelling. Throughout the rest of their body, they can feel tiredness, headaches, muscle pain, chills, fevers, and nausea. These side effects may affect your child's ability to do daily activities, as I said before, and they may not go away until a couple days. But also, some people may not have side effects. Ask your child's healthcare provider for advice on using a non-aspirin pain reliever and other steps you can take at home to comfort your child. It's not recommended you give pain relievers before vaccination for the purpose of trying to prevent side effects. And like I said before, get started with the V-Safe. And as it's, I'm just going to explain a little bit more about it. First, ask your child's healthcare provider about getting started with VSafe, a free smartphone-based tool that uses text messaging and web surveys to provide personalized health check-ins after your child receives the COVID-19 vaccination. Um, through VSafe, you can report any side effects your child may have after vaccination. VSafe also reminds you to get your child's second dose, and easy as that. <laughs> Okay, so hopefully you took all the information in and you are digesting it and spreading it to your friends, family. Um, the last thing we're talking about in this episode are some like common questions people ask and teens ask about the vaccine. So the first question is, how were the vaccines made so fast? So let's talk about it. So historically, vaccines have taken years to develop. Before these, the um, MUPS, vaccine, which took four years to develop, was the fastest to be provided for use in people. Developing um, messenger RNA vaccines such as um, like the vaccine we have right now, produced products have been fast because scientists were able to start their work before they, there was a known case of the novel coronavirus in this country. Using the genome shared online as a template. They were able to draw on for years of research developing the vaccine platform. So basically, in simpler words, the vaccine was developed so fast because they were already prepared for this to happen. You know, they were already starting to work on the vaccine before it kind of came into our country, it became, like, before it came into the US. So yeah, and obviously, as I'm trying to say here, 
there's not just one type of vaccine. There's like different vaccines for different countries. So I'm just saying in like in the US, like USA, um, the vaccine was made so fast because they were working on it before it like affected our country in March, 2020. The next question is, should I get vaccinated if I have COVID right now? Um, it's best to wait until it subsides, you know, until you've recovered from your illness and have met all the criteria to end self-isolation to avoid spreading the infection to others. Um, there's no recommended minimum, like, day to when you can get the vaccine after you've recovered, but it's best to wait until you've recovered or if you recover from the COVID-19 um, before getting the vaccine. And make sure you, like, self-quarantine, of course. Um, also, should I get the vaccine if I have allergies? What should I do? People who have, like, mild allergies to, like, food, pets, environment, or latex can get the vaccine. Like, concerns about rare but severe allergic reactions were sparked by reports that took two healthcare workers in Britain have had such reaction that they were, like, sent to the ER. But, like, government officials and medical experts say that their rare reactions should not really, like, affect when taking the vaccine. So, uh, although the standard gu um, guidance is that people who get the shot should linger at the clinic or doctor's office for 15 to 30 minutes, if they have a history of severe allergic reactions, um, I think you, I think it's like best to wait to take the vaccine, you know, um, personally, my mom is, has allergic reactions, so she's waiting to take the vaccine, um, but yeah, I think it just depends on you and your family and doing the proper research that you need for your specific allergic reaction, so yeah. The next question people have asked is, what if I have a child who cannot yet get vaccinated. So some pediatricians are suggesting that parents of children under 12 who cannot get vaccinated yet continue to follow guidelines from earlier in the pandemic. Like for example, Grace Lee, Associate Chief Medical Officer for Practice Initiative at Stanford Children's Health, said gatherings of children should be small and outdoor. You know, if a child under 12, I want I want to make sure that they wear masks in school, you know, and wear masks in public places where there's a lot of people. And indoor, for sure, wear a mask. So if your child is under, or if you, listen to this podcast right now, are under the age of 12 years old, recommended wear a mask wherever you go. You know, it may be difficult, it may be like stuffy, but wear a mask to protect yourself and others. What can I do after I get vaccinated? And can I return to my old activities? The CDC says that if you are fully vaccinated, you can resume all of your usual activities without a mask or physical distancing in most cases, even when you're indoors or in large groups. However, you still need to follow guidelines at your workspace and any rules in effect at like businesses you visit, as well as state and local restrictions if there are more, you know, cases in that specific area. If you travel, you are still required to wear a mask on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of transportation. Uh, you are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after you receive the dose, so that means you can resume all your normal activities, going to the park, um, hanging out with friends, having sleepovers, and all those normal teen stuff that we should be doing because I think the last thing I want to end this episode is with like a reminder that even though we have to be safe and you know 
this these last year and a half has kind of made us grow up faster than we should have we still have to realize that we are kids you know we have we should be able to hang out with friends do stupid stuff and you know live life be teens and i think that i want to just remind everybody that even though we have to be safe still have fun live your life because this is the only life we get you know it could be gone tomorrow for all we know especially with this virus that basically threatens everybody's lives so just have fun also be safe of course wear a mask even if you are vaccinated but seriously be safe so thank you everybody for listening to this episode i really enjoyed making it i think this hopefully was really informative to everybody that listened to it and yeah make sure to follow us on all of our socials on instagram at team feminist podcast make sure to follow us at twitter at team feminist pod our youtube channel coming soon at team feminist podcast our tiktok at team feminist and all of our other socials linked in the description also make sure to um check out the cdc website for more information that i did not provide in this episode linked in the bio and make sure to give us a review if you like this episode also make sure to listen to all the other episodes out now uh, i think that's it your host team feminist out Thank you.